Hello, everyone. Welcome to a uh, Speculate Presents. We are going to be checking out the early access version of In This World, a world-building game by Ben Robbins, who is the creator of Microscope, perhaps the most famous uh, world-building-focused TTRPG. We are going to basically poke at this game and see see what it's like in the current edition. This isn't the, f- the final version. You know, the, there's going to be probably a lot more material, a lot more prompts and support in the full game. But because a couple of our members are not available today, we kind of have punted to this thing that we can just uh, poke at a bit more casually, and we are very happy to do so. So with that being said, I'm going to invite my fellow strange friends who are here to briefly introduce themselves or reintroduce themselves uh, for the most part, uh, and then we will get going. So Brandon, if you would like to start. It is me. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon O'Brien. I am a poet, writer, and game designer from Trinidad and Tobago, and one of the co-hosts of Speculate alongside Mike and our good friend Gregory A. Wilson, who is not with us at the moment. I am the author of the poetry collection, Can You Sign My Tentacle, which is the winner of the 2022 Elgin Award, so that's very rad as well. And yeah, I'm here to break some worlds, I guess. Okay, Yori. Happy time zone, friends. Yori Kusano, writer, gamer, shitposter. Please do not forget that my debut novella, Hybrid Heart, came out from Neon Hemlock in March, so you can put that into your eye jelly right now if you so desire. As always, FTC regulations require me to remind you that I am a wizard of the coast. I have no sorceries and enchantments which I can share with you. Do not ask me wizardly questions. But all my opinions are my own and are not reflective of my employer's stance on anything in any way whatsoever. I am Mike. I publish as Michael R. Underwood. They or he pronouns for me. As Brandon said, I'm one of the co-hosts of Speculate, along with Brandon and Greg. I will be facilitating this session of In This World. Facilitating is not GMing. Facilitating is more, I'm the person who declared ahead of time that they will have read the document and help orient us in play. So I'm, I'm going to try to not claim any special authority, but I may occasionally remind us or encourage us to circle back or move forward or something like this. In this world is a fairly, like the level of involvedness is fairly light. I would say it's less involved as a world building game in this edition than uh, the game that we played a, couple, a few months back where we made Gutter or something. It was very cool. That was A Land Once Magic uh, is the game that we played last uh, last time. So I think what, what I will do now is I'm going to read us the Getting Started page on In This World, which we are encouraged to read aloud to introduce the game. And so this is again from the Early Access Edition. Do not count on anything being exactly the same in the final version of this game. Getting Started. And so this This set of four things are in italics. Nations have borders. Police carry badges. Dragons breathe fire. You work for money. That's the world we expect. But what if some of those things were different? We're going to make and explore a world together, and in this world, we can question things and imagine alternatives. Instead of just making one world, we're going to make several. Three, in fact, today. That's me editorializing. The book continues, so don't worry if what we create is not what you want. You'll have more opportunities to explore other possibilities later. So 
we, there's no guarantee we'll do anything with these worlds. Uh, this is currently an exercise for our entertainment and yours, those who are watching and or listening now. We have, as you should be able to see, a shared Google document. For folks that are listening, we will just try to be good about reciting and uh, describing the text as we add it. This is the document we're going to put all of our, our text into, and we are each going to contribute. The next thing that we need to do is pick a topic to explore. The topic can be any aspect of the world, big or small, and it's going to be like the center of the whole game in each of these worlds. We're going to make three different worlds that vary on some aspect of this topic. It should be something that we're all familiar with and interested in talking about. We're not making anything new yet, but what we are encouraged to do is brainstorm a few topics together and then pick one as a group. So what are some world, uh, some topics or elements of world building that we might be interested in taking as our subject in doing some alternative speculation? I think the obvious and low-hanging fruit here is games and game culture and how people play. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, actually, if, Yori, if you want to add games there in your text, yes. I think that's a great option. Mm -hmm. I, I am inclined I to agree. All right, so we've got games. Brandon, what topic occurs to you? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I will admit that everything that occurred to me when I knew that we wanted to play this strikes me as very intense. So, on this session in the early access rules, uh, the last paragraph of picking a topic reads, Don't worry if you don't like how your topic plays out in the real world, because in this game we're going to explore alternatives and make things different. And the part of my writer brain that also abhors a great deal of the world was like, what are some of those big systemic issues that we could decide to just recolor in this moment? And then I was like, no, maybe we don't want to do that on the day that we're just messing around with the game. So at the moment, I do not have an answer for you that is not an attempt to solve the world's problems. <laughs> mm, sure. I think that it's an understandable impulse since we spend a lot of time <laughs> thinking about the world's problems and have, in our longer games, taken some of those terrible things and put them in our crosshairs. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me think. What about... We have games. We could do transport or transit. That can Ooh. touch on social stuff, but doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. We could maybe imagine some fun things. I think that, that would be cool. Okay. So I have put down transit, and we can probably get one or two more. So absolutely, Brandon, if you want to add one, and then maybe one other idea. And chat, if you have a kind of a, a social or world topic that you think would be fun for us to speculate on, you're welcome to make a suggestion, though we may or may not take it in hand, as previously discussed. You know what would be a very unique one to rethink? Food. I was, wonder I was thinking mm -hmm. about food as well, yeah. So that is Brandon. Okay. So games, transit, and food. These are some, some things that can, be, can at least be associated with positive stuff, mm -hmm. depending. Mm -hmm. Do we feel good about these three? Do we want to add anything else? Uh, I think these are good for tonight. Cool. Yes, this sounds like an exciting starting point. Yeah. 
Okay, so for this, we are encouraged to uh, to pick one. Oh, Trifidy Matt's in the chat says music slash dancing. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So that's certainly an option. So we have games, transit, food, and music slash dancing. We're supposed to pick one of these, and then they are the core of the different worlds that we're going to make. So we'll talk about the, the aspects or the manifestations of whatever this core thing is, and then we'll start changing and modifying some of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we could start with games. I'm kind of curious to see what we come up with in that, uh, for that one. Okay. And that was a Niori uh, suggestion. I'm also good to do that. And it's amusingly meta and on topic for us on a channel <laughs> where we, we play games and or Greg plays games and or we all play games together. Mm-hmm. So if we take games as our topic, I think any of the others would also be a lovely core theme and maybe we'll get to come back to it. Mm-hmm. So next step in the real world. Before we make anything up, we need to talk about how the topic works in the real world. We're not inventing anything new yet, just talking about what we would normally expect to be true. To start talking, thinking about the topic in general, we're going to brainstorm its key ingredients. If you are talking about this topic or describing how it worked in the real world, what objects or things would come up? And so if we do games as our big thing, so what are the things we would associate with games? Well, I think two very immediate, like, person-level things that would come up are obviously players and spectators. Okay. Do you want to go ahead and add those? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got players and spectators. Iori, uh, what are a couple of other elements? You want strategy. To strategy, cool. And I'm going to say rules and mm-hmm. cards. Uh, I think cards is fi- should be fine because cards are very common in mm-hmm. games, even if they are not mm-hmm. universal to games. If we're talking about individual play objects, then dice also come up. I'm thinking of something like simulation or the ways that games simulate or emulate real things. But I wonder, mm-hmm. like, is that too intangible for what we're looking at here? No, I, I mean, I just added imagination to the list. I think you're fine. <laughs> Right. It may not be a physical Ooh. element of, of the operation, but it is an obvious element, if that makes sense. Yeah. In chat, Triffid has brought up the idea of goals in a game, whether they're competitive or cooperative or something else. Excellent Aha, suggestion. Yeah, goals, goals as an element definitely does count. Okay. So that gives us players, spectators, strategy, imagination, rules, Cards, simulation, dice, and goals. It says five to seven elements is about right. We have three, six, nine. We're overachieving. We are overachieving. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to drop simulation because I think imagination gets at some of that same stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives us six, eight. And probably, do we want to stick with eight rather than delete anything else? Sure. Yeah, we'll stay where we are. That is going to be, those are going to be our elements. We will use them in our next step, but won't need them later on. Make statements. Now that we've warmed up by thinking of the different aspects of the topic, we're going to define how the topic actually works. 
these statements will become the framework for the rest of our game. Takes turns saying something that is obvious and generally accepted about our topic in the real world. Start your statement with an element or the topic itself and then say something about it. Keep each statement simple and say as little as possible. Some, some examples. Cities have roads. Weddings are planned. Teachers are paid professionals. Food comes from plants or animals. So this is, like, we don't have to imagine here. This is setting a baseline. Woohoo. So, statements. Uh, anyone who would like to go first, please proceed. Players enjoy gaming. One hopes. <laughs> sure hope so, yes. I, I, I like this in theory because I'm <laughs> entertained by the possibility of us getting to the point where one of the world's core tenets is that players play games specifically because they hate them and want to get them out of the way as quickly as possible. Strategy allows players to gain advantages or gain advantage in games. Um, we're supposed to go keep going until we have 10 to 12 statements. Mm-hmm. Dice are rolled to determine outcomes. Yep. Great. Now I've set this on a course for a role where people just like swallow their dice or something. Uh-huh. Players choose to participate in games, which gives us the opportunity to do something that uh, departs from that. We're going to invent the Hunger Games. Maybe. We accidentally eat a squid game. Mm-hmm. The game's goal is known by the players. Generally true, if not always true. Mm-hmm. Do we want to say something about spectators? Spectators, in, like spectators enjoy other people playing games? Mm-hmm. I was trying to process something to say about spectators, but I think that that by itself just works. Yeah, we don't have to get fancy yet. We do not yet need the arcane rules of sports betting. Yep. <laughs> oh, I feel like my blink is super glitchy today. Imagination is important in games. Uh, let's see, so we have we have something for goals. I don't know that we have anything for cards yet. Cards uh, or rules? Rules. Rules generally don't change during the game, even though we have stuff like flux where they do. Four, cards five, have value outside the game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So one to three more, I think. Um, strategy, imagination, rules, cards, dice, goals, players, spectators. Maybe something else on players could set us up for, mm -hmm. for world-building wackiness. Let's see. Players can compete in teams mm -hmm. or something about co like cooperation as a strategy. Players cooperate as a strategy. Mm -hmm. Does chat have anything for us? Clear Play along at home. Yeah, clear <laughs> statements of this is how games work in the world as we know them that then can be the baseline that we vary from. Spectators bet money on games. Because that way we can set up spectators bet something else on games. 
games are sequential in time, says Trifity Matt. Ooh, I like that. I'm intrigued to see us break that one, I guess. That's very um, good because it's so uh, unquestioned. Um, because it relies on our understanding of how time works. Mm-hmm. Dice are elements of randomness in games, Brandon adds. Woohoo! Like, I wanted, I, I've been thinking for the longest while about uh, statements that differentiate between the ways that we use dice in games and the ways that we use cards in games. We're now up to 13 elements, or 13 statements. Mm-hmm. So we can probably stop there. I'm just going to reread all of them for clarity, especially for folks who are listening. Players enjoy gaming. Strategy allows players to gain advantage in games. Players choose to participate in games. Dice are rolled to determine outcomes. The game's goal is known by the players. Cards have economic value outside the game. Spectators enjoy watching other people play games. Dice are elements of randomness in games. Imagination is important in games. Rules generally don't change during a game. We'll do a game. Players cooperate as a strategy. Spectators bet money on games. And games are sequential in time. So we're supposed to arrange these roughly in rough alphabetical order. It might be easier to do them by category, like all the card ones together, all the dice ones together. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yes, so we're. Uh, if you're listening, we are all uh, poking at the Google document. If we are playing in MeetSpace together, we are encouraged to put each statement or element on an index card because then you can move stuff around really easily. I think that would be great. You know, if you're doing this as something like a, an exercise in a class or as like a team building exercise in some kind of, uh, of situation. Um, oh god you could use this for corporate team building right like you set the topic as like business and you write down like basic assumptions about business oh my god this sounds dreadful we ruined it oh my god because it would be approximately like 15 minutes before people just started describing crimes (laughs) yeah like like, that's a crime you described a crime that's a crime business yeah, it would all. It would be every superior's world would be like. In this world, employees work for money, but in the world that I just created, employees work for the love of the job. And then all of their subordinates would be like, "This is how I would dismember you if I got the chance. If it wasn't illegal." <laughs> right. Like in this world. In this world, employees obey hey, their manager's instructions, <laughs> but here. When and a manager issues an instruction, we put them in the forest naked, and they have, they have three days to find their way out. <laughs> right. Some mm-hmm. some manager postulates a world where labor law doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Terrible use there, Ben. I don't want this for you, but I do want you to have money for all the good games you make. So, good luck. Our next step is... Now we're going to imagine new worlds where things are different. Each player is going to start one new world and create the initial vision for what we explore together. Once each world is done, we'll set it aside and start over again, repeating this process until we have a whole string of worlds. In this case, we're going to have three worlds. Instead of collaborating, we'll take turns contributing independently and building on what others, others have, uh, other players have said. 
another form of collaboration, but I get the idea. When it's someone else's turn, give them time to come up with their own ideas. It is critical we listen to one another and don't contradict what has already been established about each world. Not every world will turn out the way you want, but since you'll be making several, you'll have other chances to craft what you like. To make a new world, one player volunteers to start. It must be someone who hasn't already made a world this game. Who would like to make the first world? I volunteer as tribute. Okay. Uh, so, Iori, you're going to pick one statement and describe how, in this world, it is not the same. So one of these statements, hmm. copy and paste down into sure. a new thing. I'm just going to make a label Iori's world. And we'll work in that first. Now we will set a, uh, someone to set a timer for how quickly these worlds become absolutely wild. <laughs> okay. I have taken the starting premise <laughs> of spectators enjoy watching other people play games, and I have turned this into jury duty. Okay. Spectators are called to watch other people play, play games. You get a funny little summons letter in the mail when it is your turn to go watch a mandatory game. Okay. Um, second, that player will pick two statements that are still true and stay the same in this world. If necessary, mm. describe how they mesh with the statement that was already declared to be different. I can already tell this is going to be a good solo world building uh, tool I mean, as well. I was Brandon colored just then. I have put myself back on blue text. I would say that spectators bet money is still true. It okay. is a way to recoup some of the inconvenience of having to take off work to do this. I'm sorry, it is early in the morning. I did not get enough sleep. I'm really failing at typing today, and I apologize for that. So in the and game, we are... I need to have one more er, true statement, right? It can be up to two, is what I see oh. the rules say. So it can be one, yeah. but if you have another I'll one... I'll just go with one it. for now. Okay. Um, so later on, there is the... Basically, we're given the idea that you can do uh, a multiplication symbol or X for something that's different, an equals for something that's same, and then a plus for add a detail. So we have that. Once you're done with statements that are true, third, the player may also tell us broadly what this world looks like. Is it modern, shiny futuristic domed cities in outer space, ancient peoples? Otherwise, we assume the world looks like ours not now. They can also say whether the statements that were different had always been th that way, or whether the world used to be like ours and then changed. Hmm. Let's see. I think this is still a modern world that used to be our, like ours, but changed. I am not going to say my hypothesized reason why, because I'm really interested to hear or how both of you think we got here. I am really Hailing at typing today. I am sorry. I feel like at least one of the worlds we make is going to be a prime candidate for a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Possibly this one. Yeah. Okay. So, once I get my hair under control here, great. We. Next, other players build. The first player has set the premise of this new world, and now the other players are going to add more. Players can go in any order, and everyone takes a turn except the player who started the world. Choose one of the three options. Pick some, or Something is different. Pick an unused statement and say how it's not the same in this world. Describe what it's like instead. 
something else is the same, pick an unused statement and des describe how it is the same and how that fits, or add a detail. Pick something that was already said about this world and tell us more or reveal some other facet of it. And so you do equals for something is the same, x for something is different, and plus for adding detail. Oh, I can't change the fancy version of the x into ooh, blue. That's silly. That is silly. So I can go next. Yeah, if... please. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that something else is different. Because if spectators don't enjoy watching other people play games, it stands to reason that players don't enjoy <laughs> gaming either. Um, so I do think that in this world, instead of players enjoying gaming, it did kind of convert to players are... Players are essentially compelled by the government to play games. We did it. We made the Hunger Games. Uh-huh. In two statements. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not very hard to make the Hunger Games, but we got there very, uh, very effectively. Hunger Games in two? It's like Checkmate in two. Yeah. <laughs> or the um, I can name that song in six notes. I can make the Hunger Games in two statements. <laughs> Excellent. That's terrible. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I only get to do one thing, right? Yes. I think we each, yeah, each player who is not the creator player for mm -hmm. this world adds one thing. I think I want to add a detail because I can take one of these and make mm -hmm. it worse. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to add plus here. Winner. So this is going to be something about winning, right? Oh, okay. Winners. I have an even wor even more wor even worse one. Join so the so winners join oh, join a special class of citizen that get to determine what the games are. So not exactly the Hunger Games. Every winner joins the class that are the game makers. Yeah, we didn't make we didn't make the Hunger Games. We made the Netflix the Brazilian Netflix series three percent. Okay. <laughs> So, We've also, I think, inadvertently created a world that has more social mobility than our own. Hello. <laughs> I mean, if this is social mobility, maybe we don't need, maybe just need to abolish class instead. Maybe social mobility I is the problem. Uh, now that each player has contributed for round two, every player goes again in any order. But uh, this time, each player can only add detail to something that's already been said. So mm -hmm. this is in whatever uh, whatever order. Okay. Hey, I have an idea. This is terrible. Yes. Um, <laughs> Go as hard so, as you want, right? We're going to be done with this in 15 minutes. Oh, God. So I can, I can definitely add detail to why spectators are called to watch other people play games. It's that you have to watch a mandated number of other people playing before you are given your opportunity to play. Interesting. Training. Yeah. And you're not in control of when, like, once the game has, once the game has been called, you have to be present to watch it or, you, or else you will be suffer, or else you will suffer consequences. And games can happen <laughs> like, like at three o'clock in the morning. Oh no. Worst jury duty. <laughs> 
I actually did get a summons last year and had to write back, I am very sorry. I am in Japan. <laughs> Which you should know, Wait. because you mailed this to me. In Japan. Wait, they sent you physical mail. They sent you snail mail all the way. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I don't know what they expected to hear from you after that. Also, in general, it seems like the American government is really bad at understanding the speed of international mail. Because this week I got a letter from the IRS saying like, Hey, you screwed up this form. Can you do it again? Please reply within 30 days of this, uh, this, the date of this letter. This letter, dated 11 May, which I received on 14 June. Cool. Good job, guys. <laughs> Grand. Meanwhile, I'm here like, I would like to perform my civic duty and actually be a part of a, a juried trial. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works in Trinidad, and I don't know how it works. Okay. So I think the majority of things I understand about how the law works, I learned playing Phoenix Wright. So I don't know shit about how the law works, except that a parent is a valid with this. Wow. There are a lot of very valuable things you do learn from Phoenix Wright, but if that was your only legal education... How uh, to have an incredibly codependent relationship with your childhood best friend where neither of you knows you're dating until you break up for seven years and you become an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, that's a very valuable life skill, I do admit. Oh, Lord. Do I get to do another one? Yeah. Can I just... Yeah, we, we do a Go second wild. round where each of us add detail to something. I think I have mm-hmm. one, if you are still thinking, Iori. Hang on, I have a terrible one, and I'm sorry. Excellent. Yes. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Rematch! <laughs> the oh winner class is restricted... So, building on the idea that the winners join a special class of citizens that get to determine what the games are, the winner class is further restricted to a single-digit percentage of the population and must be called in a rematch to keep numbers down. I'm pretty sure there is an entire season of Yu-Gi-Oh! that is just like this. (laughs) So, I'm going to add detail to the very first bit. Um, Watch the games in... Uh, let's see, neighborhood theaters, neighborhood outdoor theaters uh, that serve oh, as the like community hub for I the population. I am picturing like, a story set in this world now where somebody didn't update their driver's license or whatever in time mm-hmm. and is called on short notice spectator duty to a place like three hours away and has to make a night drive to get there. Oh, so it's the warriors, but to go watch something. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Uh, please. Can you like, let's just add that detail. <laughs> oh God. Cause it's too cool. Everything about both of those details actually are actually the most dreadful part of this entire thing. Because, like, what if... The extreme bureaucratic inconvenience? <laughs> no, no not, not even just that. What if the very first game that you're ever called to spectate is 40 minutes before a forecasted earthquake? Huh? <laughs> 
Well, You've just been summoned to die with hundreds of strangers. This is this is tragic beyond belief. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, to put the cherry on top, give the world a title uh-huh. that describes the themes or ideas that emerged so you can refer to it later. So what's the title of this world? Captive audience? Yes! Oh, God. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Jiri Hugar is also very good at Trifidi Mats, but good God, this okay. is this is a lot. God. All right, I want to do like a horror film trilogy set in this world. Right, I feel like <laughs> like a um, funnier version of The Purge, right? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so I guess the question is. At what point? At what age do you become eligible to play? And at what ga- age oh. are you? Do you start being compelled to be in the audience? And God. can you be in the audience if it's not if you're not called to? God. I think you can be in the audience if you're not called to, because there would have to be like neighborhood cheer leagues. Sure. Yeah. You know what immediately occurred to me that ma- that w- makes this even like more tragic. Because the of little the little league practice division, like, because of the cult, because I, I was thinking about this entire thing in the frame through the frame of esports, right? Where oh, both the spectator, both the majority spectator audience and the majority play community are made up of people under the age of majority. Right. So I'm like, the the play age is like. 16 or something like that mm-hmm. and you can spectate at any time beforehand like uh, from 12 you can decide that you are spectating beforehand but you are mandated to spectate a certain number of hours at 14 and that certain mm-hmm. number of hours is like four hours a day for every day between your 14th and your 16th birthdays. That's that you are obligated to watch, you are obligated to watch a certain number before your first play. But that number will always be too little to be an expert player by the time you're summoned for your first game. Sure. Although, given what esports look like in this world, that is enough hours to learn probably every possible slur that exists. Oh, God. And also invent, like, five new ones. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> esports. Oh, God. Okay. Now I'm just thinking about the Leverage Redemption episode where they have to save the exploited esports uh-huh. team that's been, like, human trafficked. Yes. Yeah. I love that episode a lot. I hate that the video game has no rules. Oh, yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. I, it's a it MOBA, was... but it's a fighting game. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like For Honor, but For Honor if you had combos, <laughs> like, like Street yeah, Fighter. The video game, like... game part of it was very much designed by someone who doesn't video games, I think. Yeah, yeah. or it's like it might have been backronymed or like reverse engineered from "Here's the footage we have access to." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very likely, because I don't think that that show has the biggest budget. Uh, being on who is making our next okay who is making our next world i guess i should go next 
The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood by Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com. Hi, everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvaneleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players, and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there and over here. You can subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, and many other fine podcast providers. Thanks, and we'll see you over there.